0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the second hour of Under the Hood. My name is Mark Salem. Jeremy is our engineer. He's our producer. He is the big wizard. And I have the best job in the world because I get to sit here and really just talk. And uh, every once in a while, I have to look at the clock to see if I've got a break that's coming up. But with Jeremy and the controls and uh, Jeremy running the show, then for you, it probably looks like we are professionals and um, at least one of us is a professional and that's Jeremy. So thank you Jeremy for all you do for us. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. Calling around to get prices on a transmission repair is just a bad idea because nobody knows what they're bidding and no one is going to just raise their hand and say the worst case scenario is $6,000 knowing full well everybody else has it at $1,500 and then once they get your transmission apart then they'll raise the price. That's why it's important. So since the 80s most transmissions are controlled by the vehicle's computer and that means electrical issues. So until somebody checks out the transmission fluid level, the battery cables for good connections, scans the computer for codes and checks all the voltages to and from the transmission and then operates the sensors with their scanner, it's impossible to give you a quote on the phone. So save yourself a lot of time and take your vehicle to a good transmission shop like Quality Transmission, who's been serving the Valley since 1977. I promise you, if you try them, you'll be happy. I have 5000 of my own money sitting there that says that if you're unhappy and you file a complaint at the Better Business Bureau against any shop on my list, and the BBB says... Shop, give her back money, or give her, uh, or do a repair again, and the shop says no, then I will. That's what that money's for. I'll fix your car. I'll put you back the way you should be. I'll fix your car, or I'll make the refund up to 5000 And the reason why I picked 5000 is because that'll cover most transmission jobs. And it'll get doggone close on an engine job, so that's why I did it. So quality transmission, great place to go. All right, we're going to talk about parts pricing real quick, and let me tell you what happened. In my opinion, this is what happened. Okay, I own a dealership. And inside the dealership, there's a bunch of income streams. There's used cars and new cars and car rentals and parts and service and uh, uh, accessories. So there's all these moving parts within a dealership. When the economy went really bad in 2005 and it started heading really south for four years from 2005 to 2009, where today we know that that was kind of the bottom, September of 2009 was the bottom of this big, huge freefall. there came a time where I think many of the dealer principals, rightfully so, said that every single of these income areas has to stand on their own. Now, this is what was going on. The parts department wasn't necessarily making a lot of money because they were selling parts to the service drive at pretty much cost. So at the end of the month, the parts department didn't make a lot of money. The service drive did, though, because they bought at the part really cheap and sold it at retail price, list price, the, the written you know, sales price. Okay, that's how it's supposed to work. Well, the parts department says to me, I'm the owner of the dealership, they say, we can't make any marks here we we can't have an income as long as we're given parts free to the service drive so then i say you know what that's a good point we're going to make the service drive stand on their own and they're going to buy parts at the same price everybody else does and that way you parts department can show a profit for the first time in 150 years and the parts department says fine well the service drive says Geez, you just knocked 30, 40, 50% off of our, I mean, you just added 30, 40, 50% to our, our purchasing. So the service drive, who's fat and sassy, and they all are, even every, most every shop is, is fat and sassy on the service drive side, says, gosh, I'm going to, what am I going to do? They've just taken a significant amount of profit away from me. Well, the only thing to do is raise the price of the parts. So that's why you're likely to see. A discrepancy but from dealer to dealer when you call on the same part number Now I'm talking about the part number there is nothing valid about you calling and asking about an air filter for your car unless you know the part number to compare everything properly you have to know the part number and you should get that when you ask for your itemized estimate it'll have it on there so this gentleman Ken said that when he called around well he said they informed me I compared the price they quoted us for the repair parts and found they were inflated 10% over what I could buy them at retail from Sanderson Ford. So what that tells me is Sanderson Ford retail prices haven't changed. I applaud him for that. There's probably other dealers that have raised their prices 10% in an effort to eliminate losses. And don't forget, if the service drive was making, let's, the service drive buys a part, in the old days, the service drive, bought a part for ten dollars and got to sell it for fifteen because they they got to keep all the profit because the parts department sold it to them at cost. Well today the parts department sells them that part at thirteen. Well between thirteen and fifteen, which is the retail price, they're not going to make a whole lot of money. So we'll have to sell it at seventeen or eighteen. That's what's going on. There's nothing wrong with that. The idea is is all of us have to deal with that. I have to deal with that every day. Parts pricing is on my desk every day and I'm I'm beating up my vendors for more discounts. They're beating me up for pay me faster, pay me sooner, pay me better, do this, do that, eat your own warranty work, blah, blah, blah. But there's this big big thing going on where we're shuffling the table with respect to automotive parts and then on top of all of that, you've got places that will sell you a part at, at less than my cost and ship it to you for free from all over the United States. The problem is, is that part doesn't have a warranty. And you better hope it's the right one because they don't take parts back. So if you think that Uncle Festus in Tempe is right when he says that you need a fuel pump for your car and you order a $400 fuel pump and that doesn't fix it after you pay to have it installed, you've just wasted a whole lot of your money on Uncle Festus's guesses from Tennessee. That's kind of how it works. So I, I, I share this with you just so that you understand. And I said to Ken... The 10% is easily explainable. I don't want you to hold that against this particular shop. I think all the other points you have, you should hold against them because they, they tried to take advantage. Someone tried to take advantage of you about listing the parts twice, and that was somewhere in the vicinity of $400. Then when they said the flywheel needed to be replaced and you said, I want the old one back, and then they said, Uh, Okay, and so when you went to pick up the car, they said, good news, we saved you $300. We actually resurfaced your flywheel, and it's just fine. Come on. You guys know what's going on. The reason why they can't give him his old flywheel back is because there's nothing wrong with it. And so they resurfaced it, and they said, okay, well, you know, we, we, we did that. So, and where does that come from? That comes from the technician. That comes from the technician and the question then in the car repair industry is is there's somebody watching over the technician who's responsible for making sure the technician is telling the service rider the truth the car is dispatched to the technician the technician looks around he makes up his mind that he is going to sell you a flywheel so he tells the service rider hey don't forget to bid the clutch the pressure plate the throg bearing because this is a clutch job and bid the flywheel, because this one's really scored so the service rider does exactly what they're supposed to do and that's bid all that and call you with an estimate so you say hey i want all the old parts back and i want that flywheel back so then the service rider tells the technician i got the go ahead on it however he wants the old flywheel back so put it in the original box put it in the box of the new one and leave it in the car and now the technician is sweating all of a sudden, it's a nice November afternoon, and he's got perspiration running down his sideburns, and he's got perspiration running from underneath his arms down the side into his underwear, and he doesn't know quite, quite what to do. He knows there's a way out, and that's to be, try to be the hero. I'm really a liar, but I think I can switch this around and become a hero. So you know what? I got your old flywheel situated. So, I want to take credit for that and say, you know what, I saved you $300 because I worked extra hard and I resurfaced your flywheel. Duh. That's what you should have done in the very beginning. So, all of us, including my own shop, has these kinds of problems. It really just depends on the quality of the staff that you have and the checks and balances that you have to make sure that this doesn't happen. I'll tell you about my shop and many other shops. I copied this from other guys. Every part goes back to the customer, everything. <laughs> then there's no question, because if he gives you a part and you take it someplace and they say there's nothing wrong with this part, then that, then that technician has a big problem. So the, And besides that, it reduces my trash bill by a third, because if I have you haul your old parts away, I don't have to throw them away and pay for them. So that was what one guy said, and I thought it was funny, and it really is kind of true. Now, there are some parts that there's core charges on. So the core charges says that I need to replace this alternator, and there's, tw- there's a $20 core charge. So Mrs. Jones, if you want the old alternator back, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it back to you, but I'm going to charge you $20, and I'm going to tell you that I need to have it back in 30 days. So if you'll bring it back to me in 30 days, I'll give you your 20 back. That'll give you an opportunity to show it to your son or show it to your neighbor or show it to anybody you want to, have it tested, whatever you'd like to do. And the most important thing is, is you have to check the part that they gave you back and make sure it came from your car. Because I remember a time when I had a washing machine fixed, and he gave me a water pump that he said came from my washing machine, and I went down to Sears on McDowell Road, and I said, does this fit my model? And he goes, no. I said, how do you know that? And he goes, well, do you have a little thing here where you put fabric softener in it? And I said, yes. And he goes, well, this thing is supposed to have three ports, and it doesn't. It has two. So if it doesn't have a fabric softener port, this doesn't belong on your washing machine. That's not the water pump from yours. And if you were to port fabric softener, you'd have it all over the floor. Do you have it all over the floor? No, of course I don't have it all over the floor. That mark, that water pump does not belong on your washing machine. Hmm. I'll be darned. So then I flip the washing machine over and look at it, and the water pump that's on my machine is got eight years of hair and fuzz all over it. It's never been changed. He gave me a water pump, but on his ticket it said that he sold me a water pump and he installed it. He did neither. So after a call to the owner of the company, he personally delivered my check back. and did. It. He said he fixed it for free, but I don't really even know what the heck he fixed it. Maybe he plugged something back in. I don't know. 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open, I'll, we'll take you as quickly as we can, and the uh, important part at this point is, is just call 602-508-0960, Jeremy will answer, we're just going to ask you what your name is, he, uh, and what you can do to help me is, is you can just give me your make and model of your vehicle, how many miles it's got on it, and then let's talk about the symptoms, or if you have a comment about something I've said, then let's, we'll talk about that. You're not going to hurt my feelings by taking issue with what I say, and if you're a shop owner and you don't like how I say it, then let's talk about that too. It's okay. This is just good conversation, and this is an opportunity for the public to see uh, what the back door, if you got to peek in the back door of a lot of auto repair shops, what it kind of looks like. And like I said before, my shop has been in trouble for these kinds of things because we've been in business for 32 years. Um, there's been times my technicians have got me into trouble, but uh I I, I prefer to I, I think to tell you that we do a, a good job ninety nine percent of the time and if I know about the one percent <laughs> I'll fix it before you know. We'll be back right after this.
0: There's nothing worse than being stuck in traffic. 960 The Patriot wants to help you do something about it. And that's where the American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center comes into play. Get traffic reports four times an hour or jumpstart your drive home by visiting 960thepatriot.com and click on the Traffic Center banner. There you can create your custom route to and from work. The power of a traffic center right at your fingertips. The American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center at 960thepatriot and 960thepatriot.com. DB
2: Auto Repair is a shop that has been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list from the very beginning. DB is family owned and operated and has been in the valley providing honest quality work at a fair price since 1992. That means DB Auto Repair has been servicing your vehicles and servicing the community for over 20 years. Whether it's a Little League game around the neighborhood or Glendale Community College, DB Auto is pitching in. Conveniently located on the southwest corner of 27th Avenue in Maryland, DB Auto is also a member of the BBB, ASA, and has ASE certified technicians. So give Dan and Betsy a call at 602-249-2103 to schedule an appointment and find out why their customers won't take their vehicles any other place. You won't be disappointed. They work on both domestic and foreign cars, anything from oil changes to engine jobs. That's DMB Auto at 27th Avenue in Maryland, 602-249-2103, 602-249-2103.
3: Remember last summer, the kids were home all day? Yeah, remember watching them plow through bags of greasy chips and cookies? Look, trying to have them eat healthier snacks was smart, but carrot sticks and celery? You knew that wouldn't last. Well, this summer, you get a do-over, and NatureBox is going to make it easy for you. NatureBox.com is the ultimate snacker's paradise for people who care about what they eat and feed their families. NatureBox.com has over 120 delicious, nutritious, guilt-free snacks. We're talking sweet, savory, and spicy snacks your family will love. From honey macadamia pretzel pops to apple pie oat clusters, just select your snacks and NatureBox ships them to you for free. That's nutritious and wholesome snacks the family will love delivered free to your door go to naturebox.com save and enter promo code save to get 50 off your first nature box that's promo code save at naturebox.com save naturebox.com save
0: the michael medved show they're not
4: necessarily cold-hearted they just sincerely believe that if we give more tax breaks to a fortunate few and we invest less in the middle class, then somehow the economy will boom and jobs and prosperity will trickle down to everybody.
5: Mr. President or anyone out
0: there, can you find any, I mean any, documentation? To say that what uh, conservatives want to do, that what Republicans want to do is to give more tax breaks to the wealthy and the privileged, that's something we want to do? Actually, every single Republican tax reform resulted in wealthy people paying more, not less. Now, why did they end up paying more? Partially because they got more wealthy, because the economy grew. This is one of those things that works like clockwork. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon right before Hugh Hewitt at 3 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today.
6: Be sure to check out The Patriot's Listener Deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the Listener Deals banner.
0: The Patriot.
1: Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And uh, if you'd like to join us, the phone number is 602-508-0960. 602 508 960. This portion of our show, Under the Hood, is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Thompson's Auto Repair has been providing expert auto and light truck repair for domestic and import cars since 1970, specifically to the people in Mesa. Their ASC certified technicians are there to provide you with the highest level of automotive service followed up with friendly reminders that let you know when your car is due for service based on what your owner's manual says. It has never been easier or more convenient to keep your car in, or your truck in top notch shape. Thompson's Auto Repair is located on Main Street, just east of Stapley. It's a great place to go. Brian and Thelma own and, oper- own and operate Thompson's Auto Repair, and you really would be hard pressed to find a nicer couple than Brian and Thelma at Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Um, real quick, a couple of weeks—Harry, hang on, just a, minute. A, a, a week or so ago, I was talking about that I was invited to a seminar where this guy was going to teach me how to really make a whole lot of money. He was going to teach me how to price my parts right and how to do labor and how to bid stuff and how to pay my technicians and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things, I did not go, and, I did, I, and it was a $300 and $395 fee of which one of my vendors was going to pay $100 for me to go, and it would still cost $295. And when I didn't go, my vendor was asking me why. And I said, I don't want to go listen to somebody tell me how to get uh, rich in the auto repair industry unless I can see their balance sheet. I want to see their income tax forms. I want to make sure that the guy that's teaching me really knows what he's talking about. I want to see his profit and loss statements. And if he's so doggone good at running a repair shop and can tell me how to just really make money like there's no tomorrow, why isn't he in the auto repair industry? And inevitably, oh, I used to be, but now I'm a consultant. (laughs) Okay, so here's an email I got. This is a funny one. Mark. Um, I appreciate you talking about your vendor trying to sell you on some scam research training program, and that's that's true. Uh, and the vendor wasn't—he just offered that to us to probably help a lot of people in our industry increase sales. That's that's it. Several years ago, before the no call list, this gentleman writes: I would from time to time get cold calls from stock stockbrokers. I like you enjoyed. Enjoy playing with these people. So after letting them do their pitch, I would ask them one question. Can I ask you a question? Yes. And they that opened up the door. And then I'd say, are you rich? Well, Mark, it's very difficult for anyone to admit they are rich. Usually their answer was no. <laughs> when they said no, I said, well, if you can't make yourself rich, what makes you think that you can make me rich? And he says, and that was pretty much the end of the conversation. What I heard was a click and then a dial tone when they hung up on me. He said, I used to say this all the time to everybody that called me from a financial group or from a stockbroker. Are you rich? He says, because they rarely will admit they're rich. So it falls into, no, I'm not. And then the question is, is. Well, how are you going to make me rich if you can't make yourself rich? So he says, now that we got the no call list, I don't get to use this office <laughs> like I used to be able to. I just thought that was funny and I'd share it with you. That's, I don't know, maybe I'm a sick son of a gun, but that's how I think. I think I want to take financial advice from Warren Buffett, I want to take financial advice from Bill Gates. You know, I want to take financial advice from people who are really successful and that, that can mentor me appropriately. I I uh, I don't want to take a financial advice from somebody who's in the financial field that has two bankruptcies on their on their record. When they can't even handle their own money, why would I let them handle mine? And we're just picking on those guys right now. It goes for just about any expert or consultant out there. Harry, how are you, buddy? What can we do for hey, you? Hey,
3: real good, Mark. Really good
7: show. Really good information on uh what some of these uh, shops can do to you if you don't ask the right questions. Uh, I've, got, I've got a question. I know you talked before about uh, oil filters, uh, only your expensive ones and your cheap ones being pretty much the same. Is that correct? Is that right?
1: it, it is. It is. I was talking to a gentleman who spends his entire life traveling the world and identifying where parts are made, and I had dinner with him a week ago tonight. And I, he actually came up to payson, and uh, we had dinner and i i an oil filter was was the one i I want to know um is there a difference in oil filter and he goes, well, he says eighty nine percent of the batteries are made in uh, in the midwest and he says every single battery that comes down the hundred bowling shoots has a different <laughs> tag on it, and he goes oil filters are the same. He says, with few exceptions um if they change he says they're all 20 micron he said if somebody wants a 5 micron typically they're going to have a a more expensive oil filter and it is going to be an oil filter made by the same company except with different specifications and so it comes through a different line but with respect to oil filters he says i look for the cheapest oil filter i can find to put on my brand new cars and trucks that's what he told me
7: okay a question i wanted to ask i was looking through one of my uh, car magazines and they had a a deal in there about a magnet that wraps around the the oil filter and it's supposed to help, you know, collect particles and, you know, uh, keep them from passing through the filter. Have you ever had any experience with those? uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, Well, that's – let's talk about that for a minute. When you – there's a – I want you to pretend that the oil filter is in the center of your television screen and oil's coming in from the left and going out to the right, okay? So we're in on the left and out to the right. We've got the oil filter in the center. When you start up the car in the morning, if the pressure differential from going in and going out is significantly different, then the oil filter will bypass. That means we're going to send unfiltered oil back to the engine. We are not going to send the oil through the membrane. For instance, if you got 60 pounds oil pressure coming in and you got 40 going out, we're going to bypass. All oil filters have that. And once the oil warms up, which takes about 60 seconds or so, once we get that oil warmed up, then the filter begins to work. A magnet will work in that particular time frame, but I also want you to remember that inside the magnet is a big high pressure washing machine, so if we put inside the filter can, so we put the magnet around there, and we're going to hold these medical particles, but there's nothing to suggest that the swirling of the oil as it comes in and out of the oil filter isn't going to dislodge some of that metal that's on the inside of the can being held by the magnet. To answer your question, if the magnet was uh, an insignificant cost, that wouldn't hurt a bit. If the magnet was 30 40 $50, I would say that's craziness. But if the magnet was, how much is it?
7: I don't are uh, anywhere, I think uh, the magazine was going I think it are like $30, $35, bucks, depending on application.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's like five different cans of, of diameters of cans and lengths right. of can. But I'm not going to put that on mine because I know my filter is going to filter out those minor particles of metal because that's what 20 micron says to me. I'm going to get those out of there. Then second thing is, is the Mark, let me change your question, Harry. Mark. When you look at all the work you do and all the money you spend of your customers working on cars, how much of it would have been prevented by if we would have eliminated or significantly reduced the amount of ground-up metal that's, that is is, uh, is cr- circulated through the engine? And the answer is, Harry, I maybe a penny a year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so so the question. Yeah, the question is, is, what problem are we solving that we have today? And the answer is, is as far as Mark's concerned, there is no problem to solve. It's just work. another, it's a $30 magnet that um, you and I should buy
8: stock in. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicles so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by quality transmission service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be.
5: Mark Salem has a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and so do you. His name is Tom Fletcher. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of 101, and the other one is at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was the finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award, and in 2004 they won that BBB Ethics Award. Thunderbird Auto has an A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. And they offer a free cursory ring inspection that some others charge $49 for. And they're the only shop you know that offers two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. And if you have a problem with them and you go through Mark Salem's BBB process, he'll put $5,000 of his money up to guarantee you'll be treated fairly. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com.
3: I'll never forget, never that. forget that moment as long as I, as live. Long as I live. My first of ever as a member of the National Guard.
6: When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires. They were getting dangerously close to homes. Helicopters were going out to drop water on the fires. Guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community.
0: See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at
8: NationalGuard.com.
6: Sponsored by the Arizona National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station.
8: Ranger Station, Ranger speaking.
3: Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug.
8: Uh, okay.
3: Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me?
8: So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold?
3: Uh Uh-huh.
8: Oh, Yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger.
3: I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. (laughs) Status update!
8: All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part. At smokybear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires.
3: Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a
5: very exciting career.
3: The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a moment. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more.
2: Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Little,
1: little skip, little, you know what I Welcome back, everybody, 34 Minutes After 11. It's uh, July 12th of 2014, and we're going to go up until noontime with the, the show of Under the Hood. And Monday through Friday and any other time, you can also visit my website, MarkSalem.com. And at MarkSalem.com, we have, I don't know, 50 or 60, 65 different FAQs. And 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 an FAQ becomes an FAQ after I get the same question over and over and over and over again. So over the last, gosh, 25 years of radio, I get lots of questions, and and they are new ones like traction control and stability control is my next FAQ that I'm going to write because those are becoming very popular dash lights that come on. And so I need to explain what that means and what the typical repair is and the diagnostic procedures to help you out. So MarkSalem.com is my email ad, or is the uh, website, and then of course my email address is mark at MarkSalem.com, mark at MarkSalem.com. And Harry, <clears throat> on that uh, oil filter magnet, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a marketing issue, um, in my opinion. There's, there's no. There's no real need for a magnet wrapped around your oil filter to, to hold that metal in suspension or hold that metal up against the metal can inside. There, There's no downside to that and there's no need for it and there's no problem to solve, but it is a great marketing thing and it's kind of like Shark Tank. I like to watch Shark Tank on Friday nights. And friday evenings, and uh you know they they have a, a product that they make for two dollars and they sell for thirty dollars and the sharks get really excited because of all the money that's there between uh, what it costs to make it and what it costs to sell it well that's kind of the same thing with the um, the magnet in the uh <laughs> in the oil filter or on the around the oil filter it's it uh it's got a probably probably a pretty big profit margin in it and and that would explain why they're marketing it is because the more they can sell the more that they can make and that's what america is all about it's just up to you to protect yourself this portion of under the hood is brought to you by larry harker's larry harker's is a good auto repair shop larry harker's has been around for a very long time they're in central west phoenix 38th avenue in indian school they've been around since 1967 um, they if you visit larry harker's auto repair for faster affordable services you're going to find out that they specialize in auto electrical work, brake work, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance and they really do everything really well but what's really important is is the things that they're not best at and if you need to be referred to someone who has a better handle on that system they're not shy about sending you that direction and that's the the mark of a good on a shop none of us can be perfect in every aspect of every car out there on the road. So all of us have two choices. We can fake it or we can refer you to someone who's better than we are about a particular problem that you have. So when it comes to Larry Harker's, auto repair, foreign and domestic, they really do a good job. And if you have a problem with your car running and it's not running at its best, perhaps stop by and ask him to take a drive. Ask him to talk to you about it because they do all that for free so you can call them if you want or you can just stop at 39, 38th avenue in indian school which is larry harker's auto repair and i'm really proud to recommend them and they've been on my list for many many years speaking of the list the list is out there just because there's some really good shops in the phoenix area and i wanted to identify them and show them to you and raise them up and say really and truly these guys are the best and 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 i'm and i'm unlike everybody else I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is, so I'm telling you, and, and let me tell you something, the $5,000 that I lay on the table that says I'm going to protect you, and 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 if the shop refuses to give you a refund or fix your car, I will and I'll use that money, it represents, here's the due structure, it represents more than seven years of dues for the shop, seven years of dues, so look, if you look at the risk and reward, you can see that The risk is huge, the reward is small, but I don't have to worry about that because the risk is small because these guys fix cars, these men and women fix cars, they do it right and if they make a mistake they raise their hand and say, I made a mistake. It's that easy and they do a good job at that. So, Marksalem.com is my email address, but Marksalem.com is the website where you can visit all the, 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 uh, the repair shops. They're divided into paint and body, they're divided into mechanical, tires and diesel repair so those are the kinds of categories that we have and i think we've got most everybody covered and many of them do specialized cars like mercedes-benz volvos saabs alfa romeos uh, diesels big gas small gas rvs all that kind of stuff is pretty much covered by all the shops that we have and they do a really really good job 602-508-0960 if you have a call you can give us a call we still got time we're going to go up until noon so if you have a car question or a car problem and you want to discuss it, I'm happy to do that with you. So again, the number is 602-508-0960. We have five lines. They're all open. So if you call and get a busy signal, then you're number six. But chances of you getting a busy signal are pretty slim and none right now. So my name's Mark Salem. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to 960 The Patriot KKNT every Saturday from 10 o'clock a.m. till noon We're here talking about car repair, and the entire purpose is to help you save money and help you understand our industry better.
0: Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Bill O'Reilly, The Drudge Report, and Charles Krauthammer, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960thepatriot.
8: Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's best auto repair shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to quality transmission in Tempe.
4: This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. You don't have to be a member of the Presbyterian Church USA to condemn the denomination's deeply misguided, indeed shameful move to disinvest from three companies doing business with Israel. I am a member, and an elder in fact, and am embarrassed by the casual anti-Semitism that drives much of the anti-Israel rhetoric in the world that is now infiltrated into my denomination. Israel's ambassador to the U.S., the Honorable Ronald Dermer, appeared on my radio show this week after the PCUSA acted and on the very day when the bodies of the three kidnapped Israeli teens were discovered. I offered my condolences and my personal apology for the action of my denomination. The ambassador was gracious, as most Israelis are, but he made it clear that a strong and proud Israel will not be cajoled by anti-Semites or their fellow traveling fools on the American left, whether garbed in robes or caps and gowns. That was a good message to hear on a day of awful news, and everyone at town hall mourns with Israel for the loss of their three young men. I'm Hugh Hewitt.
0: If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960ThePatriot.com today. Liberty and Union, now and forever, one and inseparable. 960, The Patriot, where the Constitution lives. 960, The Patriot.
1: Welcome back everybody. Forty-four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. This name of the show is Under the Hood, and this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto. Tom from Action Auto Repair is going to be my guest next week and he's going to help me answer questions. But he owns a full service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom and his team strive to provide the very best service and repair expertise as possible. Their technicians, again, are ASE certified technicians, and many of them are masters, and they get the job done right, and the job is the diagnostic and the repair, and then the verification that the diagnostic was right, which verifies that the symptoms are gone. They want you to know, as car owners, they understand what you're up against and why, so they're going to do their best to help you make the very best informed decision with respect to what's in your best interest, not theirs. Action Auto is located at I-17 and Deer Valley on the northwest corner. Hi, John. How are you today? What can we do for you?
9: Good, Mark. I got a question for you.
1: Okay.
9: Um, I have a 06 Colorado, uh, four-speed. I forget what rear end it's got in it right now, though. has a ton of miles. I use it to drive from Phoenix to Tucson every day. Use the cruise control. Uh, That one had 483,000 miles on it, so I bought another 06 Colorado. uh, Five-speed. I'm sorry. They were both five-speed. The the rear ends are the same. I still go down to Tucson, use the cruise control. Um, The newer one has 17-inch tires and wheels on it. It's a little bit wider of a tread where the other one had 15-inch and aluminum wheels on it, stock tires. I'm getting two miles per gallon less. What's the problem?
1: I want you to look at the door sticker on both those vehicles, and the door sticker on the driver's door will tell you exactly what size each one of those vehicles came with tires.
9: Well, I'm sure the the 6 that I'm driving now, It didn't come with 17-inch tires on it. Somebody put 17-inch tires on the vehicle.
1: Okay, I I can help you then.
9: I know the the odometer is off a little bit. I think on, say, 260 miles, I think it might be off like six or seven miles. So I know that would affect the miles per gallon a little bit.
1: Right, right. I I can help you. What I want you to do is email me the tire size that it's supposed to be which you'll find on the door sticker and the tire size that you have okay. and I'm going to do the math for you and tell you what percentage you're off so let's say that you say two what's the what are the two numbers though you say they're 2 miles per hour gallon apart 2 miles per gallon apart but what are the two numbers
9: i i used to get on the older or the one with the higher miles i could average anywhere from 27 to 30 Depending okay. on how fast I drove, and on this one I can only get if I'm lucky, 24 and a half.
1: Okay, so we're going to call that 25. So even at at 10 percent of 25 is 2.5. Half of that is 1.2. So if I come in at 5 percent off or somewhere around that area, I can explain your two miles to the gallon with no problem. Okay. So all I need is just those, those two numbers because we have we have we have the, the formulas to determine the circumference of the tire that you have plus the tire you should have, and then I'm going to extrapolate that all the way backwards, and I'm going to come to a firm number of what the difference is between the two of them, and then you're going to apply it to your fuel economy readings, and I'm betting you're probably going to find out that that's the reason. Now, I also want you to make sure that you're running those 17s and those other tires up pretty close to maximum inflation that's written on the side of the tire. And if you're already pumping 27 on a Colorado 27 to 30, you're really doing a great job. And I suspect that the tachometer on that one that you're doing 27 to 30 is going to be in the 2000 or less range, probably closer to 16, 1700 on your tack as opposed to closer to 2, because the sweet spot is 16, 17, 18 on any engine. That's the sweet spot for fuel economy. Even my diesel. If I keep it down there 16, 17, 18, I'm pumping on the road 16, 17, 18 miles per gallon. If I go up around the 2,000 and go higher, then I'm going to drop a lot.
9: Yeah, I'm, on the first one, if I, I, I use it to drive to Tucson every day, so I drive like 80,000 miles a year. So some people might think, well two miles per gallon is not that big of a deal, but if you're driving 80,000 miles a year, it, it is kind of a big deal. But normally your, it would be right around two, two thousand
1: RPM. Okay. That's what I try and to like, keep it at. Yeah, as long as you're, you're, I mean, over is 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 negative and under is positive, and just keep it that. But send me both those tire sizes. One of them will be like a two fifteen seventy five fifteen, and the other's on that seventeen inch tire is going to be something quite different. It's going to be two thirty five seven, whatever.
9: 235, uh, 65, 17, five sixty five seventeens. I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay, so just give me those two tire sizes, and I'll okay. get back with you. All right, thank you very much. Okay, thanks, bye. You bet. And uh, Ron, Ron, good morning to you. How can I help you? Okay, Glenn, Ron, yes. you dropped, and I'm sorry that you had to go, but Glenn, I can help you. What can I do for you? Hi, Mark. Um,
10: I, you just had a, a commercial for uh, Tom at Action Auto, and uh-huh. I've used Tom. I do 90% of my own work. I've used Tom several times. Every time I've used him, he's got my repair done quicker than what I thought he would, and it cost less money than what I anticipated. And I've also <laughs> used Phoenix Body Works, and they did an awesome job. Um, but I, I use Tom a lot at Action Auto. No. But I have a question. I, you have a guy on your repair list that I've never used, That is uh, a half a mile from me, and Tom is 30 miles from me. Um, I've never, ever heard you talk about, uh, I believe it's Bell Auto Service on McDowell? Yes. What can you tell me about him? He got gray hair coming out of his ears?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I can tell you a lot about him. Carol Bell is a man. Uh, His name is Carol. You wouldn't want to tease him about it because he's been teased enough by me and all of our all of our friends. Carol and his wife started the repair shop that's now run by his son and his wife. The two of them are are just the kind of people that I would trust my grandkids to. The the two of them, Craig and, and his wife, are just the and and they're very good and and I would say to you thank you for the nice things that you said about action auto because i'm going to send him a copy of this tape thank you for the same thing for 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 finish body works but you really and truly you have nothing to lose here's what i tell people that are in your your situation on my shop they drive a long way i say to them why don't you find a shop close by to do your oil changes and stuff like that you might want to use me for the big stuff you might want to use me for um for, for the really really expensive stuff or the big stuff or you might, might want to use me for a second opinion but that's what I used to tell my mother I sent my mother to um, to uh, uh, what's the name of that place I'm just I just uh, Jerry's Auto in Mesa I used to send my mother to Jerry's Auto in Mesa for oil changes because I didn't want her to drive clear across the world to South Tempe. So she, she said, I don't understand why you're doing that. And I said, it's in your best interest. It doesn't make sense to drive that far. But if you need 1100 hours worth of air conditioning work, I think your son's going to give you a better job than than Jerry is. So in your particular case, you got nothing to lose. The guarantee is the same. But Bell Auto Service has been around a long time, and they're really good people.
10: All right. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Glenn. Thank you for the nice things you said. Ron, good morning to you. How can we help you?
11: Um, I've got an 05 Dodge, and I had a problem with the AC. Um, it, it just dropped off, but I could hear the fans running. So when I pulled the fan down underneath the dash, there's a blend door in there that it snapped off the hinges and fallen on top of the fan. Okay. And I just pulled it out, put it back together. But I'm wondering, it, can that blend door be replaced from just pulling the fan down and working my way back up in there and, and trying to put a new one in, or does the dash have to come apart
1: to get to it. Yeah. You're going to have to, it's not going to be that easy. Um, The blend door, I want you to picture a Y, the letter Y, okay? So it's got a left arm and a right arm, and then it's got a a, a tree trunk on the bottom. The blend door is at the confluence of those three tubes, and the blend door is going to shut off the cold side to give you warm air, and it's going to shut off the, the warm side to give you cold air so the blender actually controls the temperature of the air that's going to be delivered to you now it could also control the three different areas of delivery is defrost center vent and floor vent so there's doors underneath the dash that do all of that so if you said that you lost the air you could hear the fan running but you lost the air do you know where the fan where the air was blown out was it blown out floor center vent or the defrost
11: no, the fan was running, but it was being smothered. The, the blend door fell on top of the fan suffocating
4: okay. it. So, okay, okay.
11: Um, I, and when I turned it sideways, I could fit it through the hole, but it was it was at night, so I just put the fan back in there and hoped it would work the next day, and it did. But I don't get the max cold air. It, it must have shut off. That was probably the door to shut off the outside air coming into the AC unit.
1: Well, it could be. It could be um, because we're going to suck air from in front of the windshield or or we're going to suck air from within the car. What you might want to do, though, is I think it's more likely that you're mixing hot air with cold air. So why don't you take some needle nose pliers. Do you know what needle nose uh, yeah. vice grips look like? I yeah. want you to put a piece of rubber hose on the jaws of them, and I want you to pinch one of the, the heater hoses that goes to the uh, dashboard underneath the hood. I want you to pinch it closed. Oh. And if if all of a sudden the air gets a lot colder, then we've shut the hot water off to the heater. (laughs) And, therefore,
11: it it gets cold. It just doesn't get super cold Um, like before when I turn it on max Then it's pulling inside cabin air.
1: Well, it could be that. But it could be that, but it could also the two Ys on the top of the Y, the two arms on the top of the Y. One is yeah. cold air and one is hot air. The blend door is supposed to close off. If you want cold air, it's supposed to close off the hot air. Well, you took the blend door out. Right, okay. So now we're getting hot air from the heater and cold air from the, from the, uh, the evaporator. Oh, and those mix together and give you lukewarm. I'm saying if we pinch off the line to the brake, you may not need to change that thing right now. Because okay. if we can just get it to be cold, you're fine.
11: All right, so you, you, on the heater side, the water's running through the coil continuously or pretty much all the time. Uh huh.
1: Yes. And you're Just yes. shutting
11: that off from um, from the cold side, I
1: guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you 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 got think of the why. You got hot air coming down the left, and you got cold air coming down the right, and the blend door's supposed to shut one off. Well, okay. in your case, the blend door's gone, so you're getting hot and cold. If I pinch off the the, the hot coolant to the heater core then that hot air doesn't get hot it's just ambient temperature or or right. a little colder so oh. pin, pinch off the, the the heater line underneath the hood and i bet the air condition i bet the air will get colder
11: okay that works Alrighty. thank you
1: you bet you thank you very much oh boy and 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 another thing and i and i know that i should have said this to you earlier is is that when you go into the dashboard on that, you're going to want to say, okay, well, we want to go in and do the blend door. We're going, to do, we're going to replace the blend door and the activating device, and we're going to lube everything up. While we're in there, we're going to clean up the evaporator, and we're going to clean up all the duct work, and we're going to get all the moss out of there. We're going to make it look nice and smell good, and I want you to do a good job. You don't want to be around when they're doing that on your Dodge, and I'll tell you why. The front seats are out of it. <laughs> the steering column's sitting on the floor, and the entire dashboard is in the next bay. And really and truly, you are looking at the bottom portion of the windshield and the firewall, and you're going to say to yourself, how in the world can he ever remember to put this back together? And that is exactly why when somebody's got the dashboard apart on something like that, you don't call him to the phone, you don't let his wife call him, and you make sure that he doesn't take lunch. And most of the time, the guys will put the screws back in the holes where they came from, so it's easy to put everything back together. But when you see your car in that state of disassembly, it's it's uh, it's going to shake your boots because you're going to go, "Wow, how is he ever going to get back back together?" And frankly, it's uh it's not as hard as I make it sound to be, but it is expensive. And um, and it's you don't want to be you don't want your truck to be the first one somebody ever does. <laughs> That's where the gray hair comes in. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, mark at marksalem.com. If you have any questions, any comments, any questions, any car things, any advice you want from me, I, I answer my own emails. Nobody else does it for me. So you're more than welcome to send me an email, mark at marksalem.com. When it comes to part pricing, just uh, just make sure that you're comparing apples with apples and oranges with oranges. And it's not, it's not a sin to ask for an itemized estimate. And most all of us understand that if we overbid a job, it's a win-win situation because you end up paying less money, and we're heroes, and that's the way it should be should be done. So, yeah, many of us do just exactly that. God bless you. Wear your seatbelt. Don't uh, drink and drive. And I'll see you next Saturday right here on 960 KKNT.